1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to our episode of Sheologians. We're we, we are here today <laughs> to put the her and sorcerer. Well. <laughs> sorcerer. Sorcery sorcery. Sor-sh- <laughs> sorcerer. It's in Her-er. there. It's double. Sorcerer. Her her. <laughs> <laughs> sorcerer. <laughs> Mediums. If we were doing a, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Okay, my name is Amber Yeager. Sorry if you've never been here before, and I'm here with my beautiful host, Joy. Sorry if it's your first time. That's what you just said. (laughs) Sorry if this is your first episode. You should go back.
0: Do Make we, a different choice. We should have a recommendation <laughs> for like... Oh, try this first one. first episode. Oh, no. I don't have one. I can't think of one. Have we ever been different than
1: we are on this one? <laughs> no. Mm. I was like, well, I was like when you asked me if I've ever said something funny on the show, I was like, I don't think I have. I don't have. think so. I don't think that's ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. um, Yep. I'm here with the beautiful Coast Joy. I said that already. And I um, want you to know, I told Eric about your question about the Toy Story ranking. Oh, uh-huh. What and, was his um, ranking? He just thought, I just wanted you to know, he thought you were really wrong. <laughs> you were wrong. Oh. <laughs> he was like, she thinks four is the best. No, he, I,
0: d- I definitely think two is the best. Well,
1: or that also. <laughs> just everything about it was wrong. According What's, to my his husband. It? What's his order? You know, I didn't even ask, but I think... Eric's one of those people where it's like, the original is the best. Well, yeah, I get that. That's the logical. Well, that's that's, that's it logically. Yeah,
0: but it's not really the best.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> okay. Well, I forgot to tell you that he was really. I asked
0: Matthew, and he was like, "I don't know what you're talking about."
1: <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't care less he's like I don't wanna. is it a tree he's
0: like I don't want to rank them are we talking about how to conserve water and he, water in and the he desert? really likes toy story oh. but he was just not enough to to rank to rank them well
1: so. I mean that's that's weird because that's what men do they're like on a scale of one to yeah. five uh-huh. how was your day <sighs> it's like wow that is not possible for me <laughs> as a female to even come close to doing so like what what does zero mean? What does zero like, mean? Like, not good? It was not even a day. I didn't have a day. I slept all I day. I had zero day today. <laughs> what does that mean? I had, and if it's a two point, <laughs> Eric has gone so far as to give me a, a scale, like a rating of his day as like a 7.76. That how do is you, how interesting. How do you tune? do that?
0: that? What are the criteria?
1: We're like, not given one. I can one.
0: totally work with scale. I think the men scale. have one. But I need criteria, like this many points go to this, this many points go to this.
1: They have one in their head, I'm convinced. And they're all very similar, I think. I think they all have a similar scale. This is like, have I told you that all men do this thing Eric told me about? And then I told everybody at Bible study, and then they all asked their husbands, and their husbands were like, I saw it yesterday
0: happen. When we were recording Apology Radio.
1: The thing I'm about to say? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So all men... My husband told me about this. And go ahead and ask a man because he's going to be like, yeah, I do that. Like when they're in a a room with other men, they all are deciding who they could beat in hand-to-hand combat and who would beat Mm them.
0: Yeah. Well, so it... I didn't see it happen per se, but I heard something that corroborated it. Yeah. Which is that we on apology of radio, we spoke with a retired Navy SEAL Uh and he was saying, um, he was talking about um, just offering education, even of how to like carry yourself through the world. Like, like, All right. When you leave the house, knowing like if you're going to be carrying weapons and stuff on you, knowing what your willingness is to like when to defuse a situation, when to use your tools and all that stuff. But what it, what I was hearing was like men walk around having to gauge (laughs) when they're going to be fighting (laughs) and when they're not. Yes. The only time I do that is at night if I'm walking.
1: (laughs) Yes. The only time I do, and it's yeah. not for the
0: same reason. No, there's no like machismo involved. It's just like, yeah, is someone gonna come try to
1: kill me, <laughs> tackle me, yeah, kidnap me, yeah, steal one of my children, mm-hmm. and I'm like, here's
0: how, like, and there's such an easy solution to that, which is just carry a weapon I guess. and just point the gun and make that person go away
1: but see what i'm saying is men have a rating scale inherently built into yeah if someone's
0: trying to fight me i'm like i just have to get away yeah like i have to eat yeah i either have to run or i have to make you not able to run at me anymore right (laughs) whereas they're like who am i gonna take down and and basically (laughs) he was just saying that like yeah you know um like a man should know when it's appropriate to escalate or deescalate or so it was it was being spoken of in a very mature responsible way yeah but the reason that it the fact that it was even being talked about I was like
1: they're always doing this
0: they're thinking about this all the time all the time
1: well great I guess we all (laughs) just built different But I seriously don't know what it means to have a 7.76 day. I don't know what that means. It means nothing to me. I'm like,
0: I'm about like a (laughs) 7.3 when it comes to fighting that guy.
1: Right. Right. Like, what does that mean? They all know what it means. We don't. Anyway. (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) I'm Joy. Yep. This is my beautiful co-host, Summer.
1: Here I am. Rubbing my big old belly on the table. (laughs) (laughs) Back and forth i walked too much yesterday
0: oh yeah that's right
1: walking is like "Mm, can i not do this anymore i don't want to do it anymore but we went to the zoo and it was yeah that's kind of
0: a big that's a big day
1: i think it was the last day the weather would have allowed but by the time we left it was like way too hot yeah i didn't want to carry a giant water bottle around yeah i was dehydrated and uh
0: that is the nice thing about having stroller aged kids yeah is you can push the stroller around and kind of yeah put everything in there but i mean really pregnant and starting to warm up it was a lot but my really only a certain there's like i don't know it's just a long day for a pregnant lady
1: it was a lot but they really had a blast it looked like it was a lot of fun uh Janny and Clem rode, rode on their first roller coaster Ooh. ever. So I'm really happy they got to do that. And uh yeah, anyway.
0: And they got to do the little ski lift.
1: Yes. Lift ride that like, goes over the enclosures and really stuff. I really regretted that. Oh, really? Because I am terrified of heights. Oh. <laughs> so my hands were absolutely soaking Just sweating the wet. Whole time. Yeah. <laughs> because I was thinking to myself, you know, I dying like this would would be a poor choice. Um, like, it's not like I was doing anything worthwhile, right? And like, if I'm you pregnant, were gonna die
0: in a zoo, you would want it to be like, and then buy a tiger, buy a lion.
1: But like, falling from just be like, she fell twenty
0: feet onto an antelope. <laughs> That's exactly all it was
1: going through my head.
0: Peta is now suing her family. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> I just thought, like, man, and the zoo for I'm, having
0: it at the zoo. <laughs>
1: I'm pregnant. This is not the way he should go out. This little one.
0: Oh. So, but here we are. No ski lift accidents.
1: Maybe I should get to it report. together a little bit. <laughs> when that thing started coming down towards the ground, I was like, "Okay, great. I'm so glad this Love is being on over the ground. because
0: land, land mammal. How often the <laughs> does
1: this zoo check? the stability of these cords? Well,
0: I think the hopeful answer is that because of the liability, they probably check them pretty regularly. But that's also a pretty old zoo. That
1: doesn't make me feel better. Um. <laughs> anyway, you can leave us a voicemail at 470 465 0475. Tell us what kind of animal you want to die at the hands of. <laughs> For me, it would not be an antelope, uh, but um, the hooves of <laughs> the hooves. Of. <laughs> I suppose I'd never mind. This is dark. Um. So yeah, you can join our book club. <laughs>
0: wait till we get to our topic.
1: <laughs> just wait. Join book club at patreon.com slash or just support the work there. You don't have to come. You can. This just... week
0: will really be. <laughs> Like last week was orientation. Yeah. Kind of like mm-hmm. the, you know, the opening. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Here's how it's going to go. But this week type of will thing. be
0: chapter one. Yes. Na- Total truth by Nancy Piercy. Yes. So we're going to be talking Let's about do that. It.
1: So join us. We meet on Wednesdays at 1.30 in the afternoon at patreon.com slash theologians. Um, yeah. Do that. Anyway. Well, today we're going to talk about witchcraft. <laughs> i here's the deal i'm so interested okay
0: about as to like what you have to say about witchcraft yeah because just so you guys know we did not talk about this topic nope. at all no nope. this topic was floated by summer and that is all we said about it yep um so i'm so curious as to what you
1: yeah well have to say this topic was floated by you guys. I get this email a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm I was telling you, I'm actually kind of surprised by the questions that we will get. Uh people really want us. We have discussed essential oils in the past, but it was a long time ago and it was pretty briefly because I think you and I felt that it should be brief because there's not a ton there. We don't have a lot to say about. There's not a ton there to say, but I am surprised by how often we get emails and questions about stuff like essential oils, yoga, just new age practices in general, and Mm -hmm. like serious requests to talk about it. Yeah. Um, I do think there are podcasts that really go in depth on these topics that if you want to deep dive. I mean, even
0: Cultish did witchcraft episodes that. Are, yeah, I would assume would be much more thorough than what we're about yeah. to
1: do. Um, and we had Stephen Bancars on in the past to talk about some of this stuff. You should check that episode out. Um, and then Jeff, uh, Jeff is very knowledgeable. Our pastor, sorry, mm-hmm. Pastor Jeff at our church, very knowledgeable. Um, on this topic as well, he's got sermons that are very helpful. Like I said, we interviewed him years ago. Now we mm-hmm. were back at the circle table for that. Yeah. Um i thought that was very very helpful he brought up some stuff in that episode that i'd never thought about before um so i'd recommend finding that um it's all on our website or wherever but uh i and our website's tagged well i do so, tag very well just so look up witchcraft that or search Jeff. bar is very yes. helpful
0: when you're looking for episodes search
1: bar will help you um I think it's very interesting that in Galatians five, Paul says,
0: "No, you did not go <laughs> to Galatians five. Are you kidding it me? Did yeah? Did we produce? Did we finally
1: produce the, the same, same thing? Maybe. I have a couple other things to say, but okay. I've got well, I got a lot of verses here, but I think something to remember is that Paul says in Galatians five that sorcery is a work of the flesh." That it's natural to the natural man. Right. That this this is natural. We want to be the masters of our own fate. Yeah. We are, Paul says in Romans 1, creation worshipers. Mm-hmm. So we should, we ought not be surprised. Here's the thing. I think a lot of people think of witchcraft as this, like, ooh, really, like, kind of hooey, maybe hippie kind of thing that doesn't really affect our society. Right. That's not true.
0: No, it's definitely not true, especially not now. No. Um, I found a thing that was basically, so Trinity College in Connecticut, not the other Trinity.
1: um, (laughs) Got it. Yeah. uh, In
0: 1990, so they ran this like huge uh, survey on like what religions existed, where and all that. So in 1990, there was an estimated 8,000 Wiccans. Okay, and we're not so we're not even talking about that's just people who actually say say they're Wiccan, Wiccan. yeah. So eight thousand Wiccans, um, and then in two in two thousand by two thousand eight, three hundred and forty thousand people were saying they're Wiccan, and then an additional of the same amount, so an additional three hundred and forty thousand people were saying they were pagan. Wow, yeah. So from nineteen ninety to two thousand eight, and then. In 2014, the Pew Research Center came out and said that 0.4 percent of Americans, around one to 1.5 million people, identify as Wicca or pagan. Yep. and that was in 2014, pre TikTok.
1: Right. Yep. Very popular. Because TikTok
0: has been TikTok has like really brought witchcraft into your home.
1: Yeah. Well, it's funny that you <laughs> not to get
0: too like dateline right
1: (laughs) 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 it's funny that you had a survey because i found a survey that pew research did so oh yeah pew research Mm -hmm. six in ten christians hold to at least one new age belief six in ten which is basically the same as people who identify as As non christian christian wow so, forty-two uh, percent of all U.S. adults believe spiritual energy can be located in physical things. Thirty-seven percent of self-identified Christians agree. Forty-one uh, percent of all U.S. adults believe in psychics. Forty percent of self-identified Christians said they believe in psychics.
0: And then that doesn't even that doesn't even count people that just think they're like a novelty nope. or that not that they necessarily believe, but they would still engage mm-hmm. with the practice. Right. Um, Just for like fun or whatever. Right. Same thing with like tarot cards and. Yep. That's like that. an
1: unaffiliated atheist agnostics. I believe nothing in particular. Also 40% believed in psychics.
0: That's what I was. T- I, Cause I was kind of talking with Matthew about this a little bit. And I was like, this is the non-religious religion
1: mm-hmm. it is oh yes like oh yeah it's
0: like the number one religion of people who are secular
1: yes and i can explain why
0: me too <laughs>
1: i cannot it's believe so easy i cannot believe you went to
0: galatians <laughs> 5 <laughs> to meet it, I
1: can't, here we are because
0: that was really so i went there because well i didn't want to give you guys a book report on what <laughs> witchcraft <laughs> thank <is>. you
1: <laughs> Was like so. Come listen to Joy's book report. Talk
0: about, (laughs) but yeah, and so I, I, it's kind of not much of a surprise because we've been we just wrapped up the fruitful life with Jerry by Jerry Bridges, um, and so I guess that was just fresh in my mind.
1: I feel like we should tell people that we're in that season again where we're like recording episodes way ahead in advance. Yeah, so I can't. For you guys, we did not just finish the fruitful <laughs> life by the time this is out. We did that about three weeks ago. But for, you for guys. us, we absolutely did. Anyway, yeah. okay. Um, but
0: so I think Galatians five came to my mind mm-hmm. for obvious reasons, just because that's where you find the fruits of the spirit. Right. Um, but then yeah, like you were saying, right before that, there's this list of um works of flesh. So. I guess, yeah, you, they're you, contrasted. Yeah. Well, and so, and I thought that was interesting. And I found um, kind of a cool commentary that was just walking through it. And, and I became interested in like, uh, so like, what is like the putting off and the putting on? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because the, that's like what the fruit of the spirit requires like it's a putting on yep so that means there's also a putting off there's that right like, double work being done right so i the um the commentary that i was reading was kind of it was talking about um like the commandment violations of each of those works of the flesh mm-hmm. and um that's witchcraft is it's a first and second commandment violation yes it is um because you it's idolatry. Yep. Um and you are attempting to be god by manipulating um materials and mm-hmm. uh and then uh, many times in terms of a second commandment violation you are actually like creating shrines or mm-hmm. c- candles or potions or mm-hmm. you know or observing holidays or certain days or festivals or um, planetary movements and Mm -hmm. things like that. And you're worshiping those and creating an idol before God. But I just thought it was interesting. Um, And so I guess in terms of like what you're putting on, like what is the opposing fruit from witchcraft? Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? I mean, my yeah. best estimation, like I think it probably, if it's idolatry, it's probably all of them, yeah, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> but S- I, my, I, I automatically thought love, mm-hmm. just because um, it's obviously lacking in love, uh, like properly oriented.
1: So I, I, I would say that it's it's disordered worship. Because ultimately the fruit of the spirit are how you produce character and character, all of those are a form of worshiping God, right? Right. So Jerry Bridges in in the book, The Fruitful Life, spent a lot of time on how the fruit of the spirit are a form of worship yeah and how you have to have a devotion to God in pro- order to display right. these so
0: if you're if you are having other gods before gods you cannot be per- properly right. worshiping God yeah.
1: and so you know I was I, I have shared this with you guys because this is something I do with my kids a lot which is I challenge them whenever we talk about other religions, to explain to me how this fits into Romans one. Okay. So Paul's argument is that essentially you are going to worship the creation. Right. Or the creator. Those are, that's it.
0: Well, and witchcraft very specifically
1: is creation. <laughs> worship's
0: like the actual yes. physical creation. Yeah.
1: And, It makes sense because if these rocks, if this earth that we lived on created itself, then it would absolutely be worthy of worship. Right. Because, wow, it really is our mother. It really did birth us. Mm -hmm. These crystals probably do have power. Honestly, these essential oils probably can fix a lot of stuff because this is the stuff that created us. We came from the earth. This is where we were birthed your mother can fix you in a lot of ways. Your mother is healthy for you, right? right? Um, And so it makes a lot of sense to me that if you reject the creator, you're going to end up worshiping creation. I think a lot of witchcraft, new age practices, I think it's all pragmatism. I think it is all the result of a rejection of God. And it's, uh, it's impurity, right? Which Paul even says, like, because like God, therefore God gave them over to the lusts of their hearts, to impurity, um, to degrading passions, mm-hmm. which included worshiping the creation instead of the creator. Right. This is a form of being given over. Practicing sorcery is being given over to your flesh. That's mm-hmm. what Romans 1 is all about. And then and then in Galatians, when he says right. it's a, it's one of the works of the flesh, it makes perfect sense that this is what is natural to man. So we shouldn't be shocked when people are easily persuaded by these arguments.
0: Right. And I don't think we should think of it as, especially in our sort of everything is neutral culture. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't be surprised that so much, so many little tidbits have been sprinkled.
1: Mm -mm. And then it's
0: been like, some things get packaged as like, Oh, it's like, it's a crystal. Just, like, put it in your house right. and it, like, balances your energy.
1: Well, and the thing they is... They don't
0: package it as witchcraft. Right. They just, like... <laughs> right.
1: Right. Well, and... <laughs> so it exists that way. I think a lot of times what they do is they give, like, a science flavor to it. Because that's right. really what yes. Our, yes. our time needs. Mm-hmm. But just so you know, a lot of what people in our age call science is New Age practices. Right. Um, because we worship quote unquote science, that's the new creator, right? Science made us. What we can, the observable universe made us, right? Um, We might not have scientists arguing like, oh, we all came from, Rocks or trees or whatever. Now they say single-celled organisms Mm -hmm. that existed here. They're making the same argument. Yeah, It's just repackaged because now we all supposedly bow down to the God of science. And science brought us here. Mm -hmm. And science is going to cure us. And science this and that.
0: Well, I think it's very interesting because it pretty much shows that even people who, like, secular unbelievers that would claim there is no God, they are struggling To not find some sort of spiritual element, Uh non-material element to our existence and Uh our, us being people and it's pretty much inescapable.
1: Right. Um, So I do think that Christians can sometimes fall for new age practices Out of sheer laziness. So we've all heard the mom that was like, little Jimmy was acting up until I put some lavender oil on him. And it's like, this is just so you know, like there are people, new age people, people that practice legitimate witchcraft, who do believe that if you find the perfect balance of rocks, oils, this, this, and that, that you will come into a state of peace. Um, Through the use of these natural means. And I I don't think the Christians that say this realize, I think most of them don't realize what philosophy they're borrowing from. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is, is that New Agers do believe that they can. Ultimately, we all are part of one system that is God. And that all is one. All is one. Mm There's and these are the two religions that Paul was talking about. Yes, um, you guys should totally listen to Peter Jones. He talks about oneism and twoism, and essentially, uh all is one God is within us. We have to find this perfect balance and harmony. And then we'll be brought to this place of greater understanding. And we're all supposed to be, you know, kind of seeking this esoteric hidden knowledge that comes from within
0: actualizing
1: and actualizing ourselves. You know, there's no absolutes because there's really no distinction between good and evil. And we're pursuing this weird harmony and, um, most people, when I, I don't believe when they're like anointing their kid with lavender oil and telling everyone that, oh, sorry, he just needed a nap and some lavender, mm-hmm. I don't think they realize they're excusing their kid's sin and totally using a pagan philosophy. But I just, I do think it's a matter of pragmatism and laziness. We're not thinking mm-hmm. about the ways that we're borrowing. About
0: using the positivity. How about using positivity as the gospel?
1: Right. Right. Well, and at the end of the day, it's easier to say like, oh, sorry, I'm just like an Aquarius or I'm just like an eight on the Enneagram. And that's why I dealt with this situation. I mean, we laugh at it because it's laughable. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you if you want to see Christians doing that, you can find it literally everywhere. Mm. I know. um, Yeah. You won't have to look far. No. Russell Moore uh was saying, you know, that he used the enneagram to like come to a better understanding of his wife. And it's like they literally will deal with an argument in a certain way because of how they've discovered this p- position that they both hold within the enneagram. Yeah. And it's like this is literally it was the enneagram was literally a form of divination yep um that's how you know we've already talked about this you can go back and find that one too um but it's the use of esoteric knowledge as opposed to scripture to deal with sin that they're not calling sin they're Mm -hmm. calling it a position in the enneagram yeah um and and so i do i would argue a lot of this is laziness because i do think the majority of christians who are doing that they're just doing what their church has told them to right. do they're just doing what you know leaders have told them to do that it's really not dangerous they haven't looked into it they haven't been discerning about it
0: well people have been taught to replace the gospel with positivity and kindness yeah but positivity is we've i mean we've talked about it recently mm-hmm. it is a it is a force in the Mm. universe Mm -hmm. used to harmonize right other forces right and vibes (laughs) um and it's not the saving gospel it's not but a lot of churches are taught that if you are just Mm -hmm. and they're taught it in the the words are your testimony Mm. so if you have a testimony okay that shows that you're not like other people that will draw people closer to the lord
1: that's really gross That's pragmatism.
0: It's not biblical. It's not biblical. No.
1: So, I do think, you know, am I ever going to do? I am not interested in. Maybe this is something cultish will take on. I don't think you and I are interested in doing a deep dive into some of the like wacky claims that some essential oil companies have made or things like that. At the end of the day, my question is are you assessing what you're doing? In the light of scripture. So, this is nothing new. Nothing is neutral. Right. Nothing is neutral. So, right. I know a lot of people are, are, argue that yoga is neutral. Yeah. And it's not.
0: Well, and I think. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put this. I think there is like a curiosity mm-hmm. that we're sometimes um, willing to indulge, mm-hmm. especially if it's accessible. Mm hmm like especially if you're scrolling mm-hmm. for your TikTok or something and you see mm-hmm. someone doing how do you say it tarot tarot, tarot. a reading oh you are just like no that gives me the heebies oh yeah but i'm just saying oh. i'm just saying like people I, are kind of like oh that makes me like sad. what is that or what do i <clears throat> Or there's people just even people that have like a preoccupation with sort with non-biblical, like supernatural entities, or yeah. ones that the Bible would say are real. <laughs> um I mean that's what they all are. But right. um But yeah, there I think there is this little um there's this little part of us that does find that has some interest. Mm. Um, and I think that sometimes that interest can lead to even a preoccupation or even an involvement, mm-hmm. an intentional involvement. Mm-hmm. Um, and you 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 need to be careful, <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's there's a reason why we're trying to say it's not neutral, yeah, um, now I do think there is this like I said, there is, it's obviously evil and yeah. it's worship of not just any false God, Mm-mm. but something that is particularly wicked mm-hmm. Um, that deals with supernatural spiritual
1: mm-hmm.
0: elements. Mm-hmm. Um, But also if you're a Christian, you should not be violating the first commandment. Right. <laughs> you shouldn't be violating any of them. Right. But what I'm saying is that's, that's huge that right. we should not view as neutral no just because there's no like scary story right. to accompany your unfaithful view of the first commandment right. does not mean that that's neutral well i your, guess is what i'm trying to say your
1: goal should be as a christian to be you should be very difficult to swindle or deceive right that should be a goal of yours And I think a lot of us have just eyes wide open, very trusting, looking for anything that might work, Mm -hmm. anything that might seem passable as Christian, like your goal should be, I am not going to be deceived. Right. And if that's your starting point, then when someone comes to you and says like, you know, hey, I'm taking this class and um, it's called inner healing. Mm hmm and you go to these classes and you guys are doing some really weird things you know i I've, like I've
0: energy healing energy
1: like healing that. um recovered memory stuff dancing naked around a fire that's also one <laughs> say no to that but um i was invited to write a letter one time to someone who had hurt me everyone in this class was supposed to write a letter to somebody that had hurt them. And then we were supposed to go to a graveyard and bury it in the graveyard. And I was like, you know, um, <laughs> no, thank you. I think that that is a hard pass for me. That's weird. Um, That's and weird. then in another portion of this, you were supposed to sit in the middle of a circle. This is a Christian group, by the Mm -hmm. way, doing this. Um, I know Coltish did an episode on this too. I can't remember what it was called, but you're supposed to sit in the middle of a circle, close your eyes, and relive a painful experience from your past. Mm -hmm. And then everyone in the room is supposed to help you imagine like forgiving this situation or this person or whatever it was you don't find any of this in scripture. No. And a lot of this has this very kind of religious, spiritual overtone that is actually very dark. Like if you're Well, because a lot of it is meant to heal your soul. Right.
0: It's a lot of it is meant, has a, the whole point you're doing it is for spiritual healing. Mm -hmm. And our position is not that don't do it because none of it works. Right. A lot of it works. Mm-hmm. And that's why you shouldn't do it. Right. Because
1: but it's... It's a counterfeit. Right. It's counterfeit healing. it might make you feel better for a while. You right. might really have a, a moving experience. This is not how God says that we deal with forgiveness or no. past hurts. Uh, if you ever find yourself sitting in a circle in a basement... Closing your eyes and pretending to relive the past while the people around you chant something—you are not in any way, shape, or form. Are you in a
0: graveyard right now, bearing a letter? <laughs> are, Stop. You
1: in, are you? Are you? Stop!
0: Get out of the graveyard. Hang
1: out as a group in a graveyard. There's problems here. Yeah. Um, and again, like, I it's think very,
0: it's very—it's easy to laugh at some of the stuff, but it's really not. Like
1: yeah. Well, when it's packaged as something very Christian and something very spiritual and everybody who's, who's guiding this process claims to be a Christian, Mm -hmm. um, it can be very, well, that's the thing. It's very fleshly. Our flesh wants those experiences. When we have hurts in the past, we want to deal with them. Mm -hmm. When we have stuff that we don't want to feel anymore, we want to bury it. Again, these are all appeals to the flesh but living with peace which is a fruit of the spirit does not require basement hangs or graveyard hangs at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and so we need to reject these and also take very seriously the warnings in scripture um against the appearance of evil and against participating in pagan practices right it's just not yes. something to play around and with.
0: violating the first and second and commandment. violating the
1: first. Yeah. Yes. And violating those commandments.
0: Yeah. If you're seeking for peace over past trauma at the expense of God being the one and only God. Yeah. You're it's you're not right. This is you a disordered.
1: <laughs> this is a sinful thing to do. Yes. And I will say kind of the last thought that I had was just that a lot of times I think Christians will engage in a new age practice under the name of science. And so I would say to be very careful of that. Mm -hmm. If someone is claiming to have some breakthrough, some new technology, some new process or system, and it involves getting knowledge from your body, you need to run the other way because that is very dangerous. That's a new age practice. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that's very much alive in yoga as well. Yeah. Um, is listening to this inner voice and mm. kind of coming to this um, meditative state. Um, that yeah, like sensory manipulation, like putting yourself into yes. different mindsets. And... Yeah, and the whole goal is to realize your divine self ultimately, mm-hmm. or to come into contact with different legitimate like deities. Yeah, they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I know in the West, typically, because we want to ease people into yoga, we don't really tell people up front, like, hey, each one of these poses that you're doing, we tell them like, oh, it's going to relax this and it's going to do this. It's good for stretching and, and building strength. Blah, blah, blah. And... But it's like the poses themselves themselves are actually like depictions of Hindu deities, right. which we would say are probably most likely demons. Right. Um. So I mean that's what you're doing. Yeah. There's no you're way around worship that. You're standing in worship poses. You're standing in worship poses, uh, and I know, like you know, you might have heard all day long about the science of yoga and how it's going to help you physically and do 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 do. Don't be duped by that. Yeah. Um. Don't be swindled. Be difficult to swindle into that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with stretching. That's not what yoga is. Right. So don't convince yourself. Right. That's what it is, and I didn't mean. I don't really want to get a ton into yoga. We've already done that on the yeah, show, we so have. you can go ahead and look for that. But um, it just
0: happens to be one of the the big the big ones, which I feel like it's not anymore. I feel like now there's so much. It's become so accessible. It really is the like for those of you that are active in evangelism. Like, just get ready to talk to people that are either actually calling themselves Wiccan or just practicing paganism because it's, mm-hmm. gr- I mean, it's growing. Mm-hmm. It's insane. The explosion is insane. Mm-hmm. So. um,
1: And just remember that something like 40% of the people in the pews in America believe in a lot of right. new age right. practices. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout for that. And you need to be in scripture to be someone who's difficult to be swindled by it agreed well
0: i did not expect (laughs) i'm i'm just what a pleasure
1: we're still waiting for the one we disagree on i know it'll happen
0: i just can't believe right out of the gate in galatians (laughs) 5 what
1: i just think that listen it's because you're pregnant (laughs) That's what it is.
0: <laughs> Your brain was like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was two I
0: mean, or it's just the fact that <laughs> that's a very good passage. It is a good very p- helpful, yeah. fruitful, literally.
1: Well, there's a reason why uh there's so many warnings in scripture against sorcery. If it wasn't something that was a natural desire of the flesh that was very common. Right. And again, I just can't feel like I can't stress enough. People are going to practice witchcraft because it is part of the natural fallen state of man. Yeah. It's a worship of self. It's a worship of the creation. It's the worship of the creature. That is what we are born right. doing. And, you know, obviously some people do not manifest it in that way. They manifest creature worship in other ways. Right, But it is not strange
0: yeah that well because we have sort of like a medieval view of of like what a witch might be mm-hmm. but that's not quite the case mm-hmm. and it's becoming more normalized it's becoming mm-hmm. uh, yeah like i said it's the new secular religion mm-hmm. for sure
1: mm-hmm. all right you can leave us a voicemail <laughs> 470-465-0475 <laughs> don't don't uh send me emails about your cousin that uses essential oils we don't i use essential oils i diffuse them they smell nice they smell nice they're just a way for me to make things smell nice without like the headache of like a wall plug-in
0: i i get migraines with the wall fragrances so like i really
1: yeah not only
0: do i like them but i cannot
1: I put it in use my the other Right. I put them in my like mop water to yeah. make the house smell mm-hmm. nice. I use it in my
0: like my cleaning spray. I just have a spray.
1: Yeah, it like smells Like water nice. and
0: essential oils that I'm just like, hmm, things do, getting do, do, a little do. funky. When I make the bed, I kind of like,
1: yeah, spray it. Spray. Like, yeah.
0: But it's not Stop just being weird for about a good it. smells. It's not <laughs> for anything. Right. Not like warding anything off or
1: No. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a crystal. Anyway, stop being worried about crystals. That's my hot take for today. They don't do anything. <laughs> they are so pretty to look at. Move on. Okay. 470 475 Hit us up at patreon.com slash sheologians. And we will see y'all next week. See ya.